What's the deal with final exams? Must they really be part of the program? While you may disagree, in my class, I decree, there's a test and it counts. Oh, yes, ma'am. I'm Heidi Marks Morris, and I started teaching high school in 1995. Despite nominal retirement in 2015, I've been in the classroom ever since. I'm writing a book about what I've learned in my career because I want to help others experience the connections and joy that I have found in successful teaching. It's called Teaching Matters, and you can sign up for news of it at my website, MarksTeachingMatters.com. The debate about finals and finals week and final grades raises its head again and again at the end of every grading period and has as long as I have been a teacher and probably for a long time before that. There are teachers who give final exams. There are teachers who give some sort of final assignment or final project or final presentation and call it a final exam. And there are teachers who eschew the entire pretense and spend the last day of class celebrating, having a class party, having an enjoyable time together on their last day. Where do I stand? Well, I am very firmly in the Camp A. I give a final exam. That counts on the last day. And I feel strongly that I am correct, justified, and well-based in my judgment to do so. So let me explain my feelings about finals. When the debate begins, the most common defense of the existential question, why do we even have finals, is so that kids know how to do finals in college. Which, of course, presupposes that your typical high schooler is going to become a college student faced with college finals. I don't make that presumption, not even in my college prep classes. In my high school, fewer than 20% of graduating seniors end up going to college and fewer of them graduate with a four-year college degree. If there's a justification for giving finals to high schoolers, the justification needs to be in high school, not in some hypothetical college future, which may or may not be applicable. I believe it's relevant to high school because in my view of a high school education, every single day matters. Let me tell a short story from my senior year of high school to illustrate how I came to feel passionately about this principle. I was a very dedicated student when I myself was in high school. It was my goal to be the best student in my class for the express purpose of winning a scholarship, a full ride scholarship to college. I knew that somebody out there, I really wasn't sure how the process worked, would pay for my college education if I proved myself worthy by being an excellent high school student. So I worked hard. I took extra classes. 
I studied, I did notes, I even remember typing on a typewriter my trigonometry notes. Not that that was assigned in any way, I just felt that would be more diligent to do. Rather an odd undertaking the more I think about it. Well, my senior year, I had won an essay contest whose prize was a week-long trip to Washington, D.C. with my English teacher. I was really excited. I had never been on a plane, much less traveled so far away as to Washington, D.C., but I was concerned because, of course, I would be missing an entire week of school, and I had some pretty onerous classes, as I imagined. Well, my teacher and I took off for our week-long trip, and I spent the week walking and walking and walking over miles of monuments and museums in the Capitol building and many other tourist sites and learning a lot about our nation's capital. And I came back and asked my teachers what I had missed. Teacher after teacher said to me, oh, don't worry about it, it's fine. You don't need to make anything up. And I remember feeling first puzzled and then angry. Why was I bothering to come to school at all, much less to work as hard as I did, if I didn't even need to be there and do anything? I could be gone for a week and it didn't matter, it was fine. I could just pick up where we were and roll forward. That didn't sit well with me. Of course, I didn't say that to my teachers. I smiled and thanked them and resumed and we finished the year. There were only a few weeks left. But when I became a teacher myself, one of my first promises to myself was that if a student had occasion to ask me, what did I miss when I was gone from your class? there would always be a palpable, discernible answer. You missed this, a discussion, a lesson, an assignment, an insight, a guest speaker, something with discernible value to the student. The reason for their absence is irrelevant. If they missed class, they missed out on learning, which is why we bother to come to high school in the first place. Every single day, I promised myself, would be a discernible, palpable step toward the goal of mastery of whatever subject we were undertaking. And I wanted the students to feel that same way to be vested enough in their experience to see their own progress, to show up, and to work. To say at the end of the year or the end of the semester that that journey has been accomplished without a final exam seems to me to be at least deceitful in the face of everyday matters in our journey toward learning. An exam, after all, is a learning tool. A student should be able to demonstrate, not only to the teacher, but to themselves, 
that they have learned something in the class. And the teacher can see how effective or ineffective she has been. Last week, I had occasion to give a final exam to both of my math classes, and the results of those exams were very interesting to me. In my algebra class, the class average was less than 60%. In my geometry class, the class average was 76%. I understood those statistics to mean that my algebra class had more tests than they were adequately prepared for as a whole. That's on me. I need to adjust how I teach or how I prepare or how I test and the students test grades I adjusted accordingly. The geometry final told me that the students were right where I would expect that they were, able to demonstrate a quadmester's worth of learning on their test. Now, both of those tests were comprehensive. In other words, they ran the gamut of what we had studied. We had a review assignment that we worked on the two days prior that covered the very same concepts, gave the students a chance to brush up on any of those skills that may have slipped from active memory, and students who did exceedingly well on the final had the opportunity to significantly impact their grade. So a couple of words about how much a final should count toward a student's final grade. I don't believe the final should ever be half of the grade or some such thing, unless it's to the student's benefit. So, knowing high school students' almost incapacity to grasp laws of averages, I tell them that their final is 10 to 15% of their grade. And to them, 10% is the difference between 95 and 85%. So they have to do well on their final to get an A. Well, in reality, of course, that 10 to 15% of a final grade is only going to change a grade from an A to a B, or a B to an A, or a B to a C, or versa visa, if the student is right on the cusp of the, that dividing line between A and B, or B and C. Generally speaking, a final exam is not going to change anyone's grade. However, it might. There are always a couple of students whose finals significantly differ from their overall performance in the class. And I take a long look at those in one of two ways. So for example, a student who has through exceeding diligence completed absolutely every assignment, but who has not actually mastered the material well enough to pass the final exam, does not earn an A in my class. Now that's not to say that the final is the only thing that matters or that failing the final will cause them to fail the class, but it does cast doubt 
on their mastery. Conversely, a student who is able to demonstrate mastery on the final, but has demonstrated also a less than diligent work ethic in completing daily assignments through the course of the class, does demonstrate to me that he or she has at least earned credit and I award grades irrespective of what the percentages dictate in both of those cases to some degree. I like to tell students that the final is their measure of themselves. If they haven't learned anything by the end of a class, what were they doing there? What was I doing if I failed to teach them anything? If I am going to stand up in front of my class and tell them that an education matters, that daily learning matters, that we are progressing from beginning status on day one to completion on day 180, there should be a measurable way to indicate that progress and a final exam is that way. Students aren't always excited to take a final when students in other classes are eating candy and having a party. <laughs> they say, but it's the last day of school. And I say, yes, of school. It's not the first day of vacation until tomorrow. I take seriously my job to make every day count. I should include also an asterisk that after the tests are done, I do celebrate by presenting each kid with a handwritten letter of thanks and congratulations, by giving them food, by expressing to them as a class my appreciation for them, and we often have time to enjoy some time together. But there is a final, and it does count, and I want them to value their own education enough to work toward that measurable goal all through the course of the year. And the final is the capstone on that educational journey.